Welcome everyone, my name is Jacob and this is Hunt Detail, an introspective examination of nuance and detail within hunting woodsmanship and hunting gear. And really my hope is to challenge you with questions or thoughts to think about as it relates to your own hunting uh, evolution. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the broadhead testing that I did uh, earlier this year. And, you know, broadheads are, as I mentioned in the videos on YouTube uh, at J underscore Coons underscore Hunts, are a lot like baseball cards, I guess, when we were kids. You can never have enough of them. You're always looking at the different stats in terms of, oh, it's a single bevel or it's double bevel or it's made out of tool steel or stainless steel or maybe it's uh, you got four blades or two blades or it's an expandable and it has it opens this way or that way or it's fixed and it um, you know has a wide cut or whatever. I mean, there's so many different variations and combinations. I mean, we've seen some of them that the blades, all the blades are are in the the ferrule, and then they pop out. I think it's the thorn broadhead. Uh, ultimately, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think we all have, in my, I, I'm assuming we all have multitudes and multitudes of different shapes, sizes of broadheads, and I think ultimately um, it's a personal preference sort of thing and experimentation as you have a great experience with one broadhead it really paints how you view that broadhead uh, or if you have a bad experience with a particular broadhead it, it there's also a lot of confirmation bias like well so-and-so influencer has talked me into buying this broadhead subconsciously because I'm basing I'm basing my decisions my purchase decisions on emotions whether we like to admit it or not, that's happening. And we saw so-and-so shoot a nice deer with it. We think, well, that's going to make us more successful or help us. So in turn, we make that, that same purchase decision. And then sometimes that's okay because it, you know, the, some of these, a lot of these broadheads are designed really, really well and they kill a lot of deer. So, um, but in my evaluation that I did over the, the summer, I really wanted to take a look at both fixed and mechanical broadheads and just pick one. I like to carry both, one from each category, but I like to keep one of each style in my quiver, a fixed and a mechanical. And a fixed I, I would use for situations where there's maybe it's, maybe it's a little thicker. If I was hunting on the ground, I'm shooting through some brush, uh, maybe some grass, and I don't, I don't want this broadhead to quote-unquote deploy, I want it to cut on impact. Uh, but a lot of the fixed broadheads have an inch and an eighth cut, or maybe just an inch, and the, and that's that. those holes are not good enough for me. I've shot many, many deer with three-bladed fixed-blade broadheads, uh, or two-bladed broadheads, or even two-bladed with the bleeders, and and the, and the 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 wound channel is smaller. The blood, uh, you know, the blood trails are, are less, and um, it's just not ideal, in my opinion. And I, I, 
I know there's a lot of arguments about mechanical versus fixed. I shot up a buck earlier this year with a mechanical and I love it. It was great. And I know the argument was like, well, if you would if you hit the shoulder, then you're sort of out of luck because it's you know it's going to lose that kinetic energy and it's going to uh, you know not make two holes. It's only going to make one. And and I think well I think none of us are aiming for the shoulder, but that's always the the pushback on it is that well if you hit the shoulder, and I'm like well I don't I don't anticipate that to be the case, and so. Um, and when, and let's be honest, when animals move, uh, I think a mechanical is a better broadhead anyways. If they, if they duck and you hit high, or if they move their leg or they shift in a way where they're sort of quartering to or quartering away at a steeper angle, personally, I feel like a, a mechanical provides a better because of that diameter of two inches with most of, you know, at least the mechanicals that I tested, those two inches are so significant. And it makes such a difference in terms of blood trails and, and, and wound channels. And I shot a buck last year that was almost straight down. It really was straight down. He was 10 yards from me and he was angling, he was quartering away. But I shot with a fixed broadhead, and I think I missed everything. And that's on me. But I felt like if I would have had a mechanical, maybe the outcome would have been different. And uh, so ultimately, I lost that buck. He, I'm very confident that he lived based on, on... Even after the shot, I was like, I don't think I hit anything. I probably made him hurt a lot shooting through down through the brisket and missing sort of all the vitals and whatnot but ultimately my the thing that I want to sort of challenge you with today or the topic as it relates to broadheads is not mechanical or fixed but tool steel versus stainless steel so there are a number of sort of newer fixed blade broadheads that are made out of tool steel. And I'll list some of them. And I'll say Iron Will is at the top of that list. It's A2 tool steel. Cutthroat broadheads are S7 tool steel. Valkyrie are also S7 high carbon tool steel. Um, there are, um, yeah, there's quite a few others. Uh, I, I think Crimson Talon is another one. It's a D2 tool steel. And so, when you hear tool steel, I want you to think about the edge of a shovel or the edge of a flathead screwdriver. And I want you to think about a surgeon trying to, to extract an organ or do surgery with a really as sharp as he can get a screwdriver, like he's trying to make that incision. Uh, or he's, I mean, you could think of other tools like maybe the edge of a, a pruning shear, which is sharp for sure, because you're cutting through uh, vegetation with a pruning shear. That is tool steel. And that, you know, it even at its best, in my opinion, is not that sharp. And it's not scary sharp. And what 
what you'll hear from those that work that that lead those companies, they'll say, "Oh, well, the stainless steel is scary sharp, but it's not. It, it it's dull as soon as after it passes through the hide." And I just haven't found that to be the case, quite honestly. I really haven't. And I know a tool steel is not going to bend or break or twist up, but uh, as it hits bone, but. I just, I just, in my opinion, I'm a a 420 stainless steel blade hunter, at least for now, for the foreseeable future. I just, I like I said, I shot this uh, this buck earlier this year, and I shot him with a, a severed titanium 2.0, and. I checked that broadhead after after uh, I found the arrow, and the blades were were relatively still sharp. They weren't scary sharp, but I knew I could touch them up and they'd be sharp as they could be, as sharp as they almost sharp, probably sharper than out of the box. Uh, if I just touched them up and I can reuse that head, of course, a lot of times when you shoot with like a rage or something that hasn't uh, a, a stainless steel, and again, that's a uh, a 420 stainless steel. That you know, that, those blades could be nicked significantly, or bent, or broken. Obviously, you don't want them to be broken, but but my point in in saying all this is that if you're having a hard time getting those iron wheels sharp, you're not alone because they're they're tool steel. And they're only going to get so sharp. And they're not probably going to get scary sharp, in my opinion. Which is dragging your finger across it for just a, a little bit of it. And knowing that if you kept going, it will cut you. And so, that's my challenge to you. And, of course, if you're a fixed tool steel guy, I got nothing, I'm not trying to convince you to do anything different. If you've had nothing but success and that's what you love. But I would encourage you, if you're frustrated... To again take a hard look at the broadhead's composition, specifically the blades. Uh, the rest of it could be tool steel. The rest of it could be, you know, uh, a stainless steel or whatever, or some sort of steel ferrule tip, whatever variation of broadhead you want. But when it comes to those cutting blades, the the 420 stainless steel is is where it's at for me. So, best of luck this season. Find me on social media at J underscore Coons underscore Hunts. And whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, I look forward to connecting with you all soon. And again, best of luck.